When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the raging bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is the common denominator of greatness, Austin Aries, and you're listening to In the Room with the Man, Brady Hicks. Again, it's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. We're just days away from Cinco de Mayo, and we're all just getting excited. And, and I can't wait to uh, to hop on the air with all of you tonight and and just just talk some wrestling. You know, just talk some good wrestling. It's been a great weekend for wrestling, and, and a lot of cool experiences on my end. I want to talk about. There's also a little show this uh, this Sunday, and I and I emphasize little. Uh, because it is getting slightly less plugging than the uh, NXT special did. So it'll be interesting to see, but backlight, WrestleMania backlights this weekend, and uh, lots to talk about. Stroh's on the uh, 
set of two different movies this weekend, Kathy at ECWA, where I was. And like I said, lots of great stuff going on. Before we kind of jump back in, I'm Brady Hicks. With me, as always, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Hey, Brady. Good to see you after Saturday night with the matches. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Very unusual matches. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, also joining us, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing, sir? Oh, great to back, be back with you guys, man. Uh, I'm just getting over a busy weekend on set, two different films, but uh, it's all good. And uh, I, I can't wait, man. Tonight's highlight of the week, dude. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Always is. A, just kick back. Uh, Knock them back, whatever the case may be. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight. Uh, Stro, before we kind of really get into the meat of it, I mean, tell us a little bit about these movies. <laughs> or are you not allowed? Uh, one's, um, oh, well, actually, once uh, um, I was an advisor for it, that's going to be out uh, later on uh, this year. It's called Residual. Uh, that'll be out probably by the Christmas time or so they're projecting. And another one uh, that'll be out soon, later this year, uh, is one I'm starting in uh, called Hybrid. Okay. Which, uh, which is kind of like a psychological drama that um, will be out uh, or later on this year as well, which uh, which I, I play two alternate uh, characters on, on the show. Okay. Uh, two diverse characters, like two, like two doppelgangers, two opposite yin and yang, if you will. Yeah, that's so, uh, cool. it, it's, uh, it's it's a very interesting story. So it's it, uh, both both should be out later on this year. So once um once, once we get closer, I can tell you guys more about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I look forward pay? to it. I look I look forward to it. Do you get double pay, Joe? Absolutely. Yeah. You get double pay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'd be nice. It's, now, 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 speaking of pay... Right, right, right. Yeah. No, like, speaking of pay, you said the first one was called Residual. I, I hope Vince McMahon isn't the producer of that one. No. Oh, yeah, no. no. He ain't known for his re- residuals lately, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, so 914-338-1885. Um... Definitely a really fun ECWA show. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, as far as WrestleMania backlash goes, really annoys me because they were announcing a uh, unification of the tag team title. Um, and they decided to pull that away. Not only did they pull that away, but they basically canceled the planned main event. So um, yeah. there's not a title on the line this Sunday, which is interesting. Um, you, you know, you got... Of the six wrestlers in the match, um, six physical belts are represented, and not one of them is being defended. And I think that's a shame. I understand the nature of they're not really pay-per-views anymore. They're uh, whatever the uh, hell the jargon is that they're using. It's, it's annoying as hell. Um, but why? Yeah. Why though? Why not why just not have it? That- that was the whole selling point of the whole pay-per-view was the unification. Right. You, you didn't. You didn't even need a Roman Reigns match because that, because that could have been your main event. 
Right. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Annoying. No. Annoying. Annoying. And, well, I mean, you know what? I guess they weren't too worried because their true main event is probably Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. And I'm assuming Ronda's going to win just because it's a submission match and that's her thing. And I can't imagine that Ronda's going to tap out. So there you go. There's your payoff right there. It's annoying. You know, her name is R- Rowdy Ronda Rousey now. I'm 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 still waiting for the Rowdy part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She became <laughs> Rowdy after Rowdy was cool. Yeah. Because you know <laughs> Piper was, you know, he you know, he lived up to the name. I'm I'm still waiting for her to live up to the Rowdy part, man. But, All I see hey. so far is the skirt and the jacket. That's the only... <laughs> Sorry, Kilt. Sorry, Kilt. I know people get all up in us. I'll be with Scotland. It's a cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a schoolgirl skirt she's wearing. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so, that, so there's that. Uh, we can, we know we'll, we'll talk about some WrestleMania backlash tonight. Uh, also, a ton of releases in NXT. We'll talk about that. Um, shame. Apparently, Kathy, what they're going to do is start giving a 90 day notice. Um, as soon as they sign you, you have 90 days to show improvement. Otherwise, they're, they're going to ask you right there. Um, they're not even going to ask you first. They're just going to ask you right away. It's gonna, that's going to be it. Um, and it's bad. It's really bad. And, like, if I were to go over the list of names for people who didn't get it in 90 days, who are probably Hall of Famers now, um, your head would spin. You know, not everybody just gets wrestling in 90 days. I don't care how athletic you are. Yeah, right. It's stupid. This, uh, I'm going to develop new stars. You know what I mean? You know, they're going to have to just all be naturals like Kurt Angle. I, I don't know. I guess they'll just constantly be bringing new people in. Um, some, of the biggest victim, some of the biggest victims, <laughs> a personal favorite of mine, Sam Shaw, who was uh, Dexter Loomis. Um, yeah. I thought that was an incredible character. Um and, you know, they really brought a lot out with him with Indy Hartwell. And I understand it probably ran its course. But you know what? He was popular. You know? And he wasn't bad. I don't understand what the issue was with that. He could have started over the main roster. All over. <laughs> he, could have been, he could have been doing exactly what he did in NXT and done that for at least two more years. Yeah. That's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, the other one was um, Dakota Kai. Uh, again, I can't believe that one. She's been, in, she, she's been on the roster for, what, five, six years just on NXT? Um, right. It makes no sense to me. I understand she had a tryout and Vince wasn't really impressed, but here's my thing. If you're wrestling for NXT, which is under the WWE brand, isn't that your tryout? Like, why do they mm-hmm. got to bring you to SmackDown or Raw to look at you when you're on TV every week and being advertised yeah. on those shows. So, five, six years, just shame, shame. And, and then and, the biggest and, one, and then, go ahead. And then like 2.0, like the new revised yeah. man, Richard, they're overseeing it now. Mm-hmm. So why would they, yep. I, I don't know, it just... You know who I really feel bad for is that Shawn Michaels guy, because uh, he got brought in, and the idea was, oh, that, oh yeah. you get to work with your friends, you know, you get to work with Hunter, you get to work with Road Dog, and you've got all these 
great stars on the independents that looked up to you that are now in NXT, and you'll be able to coach them and get them to that next level. Well, all those stars are gone. Every single one of them now is gone. Uh, Gargano, uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Ciampa, they're all gone. You know, every single one of Every single one of those Shawn Michaels guys is gone. Triple H is gone. Road Dog is gone. And now Shawn is basically running the whole shebang, except when Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard show up. Eh, to me, I'd be annoyed. You know, it's like getting hired for one job. It's like getting hired to be a carpenter. And then they, you come in and they're like, hey, how is your painting? <laughs> yeah. And obviously Shawn is so much better at the in-ring stuff. And I'm sure he'll be a real credit to those young stars, but he ain't looking to start from scratch with it. He's looking to refine people that are already good and make them, pardon the pun, but elite. That's what he's looking to do. So anyway, so that was that. that the Harlan guy got released. The guy that two months ago, everybody's shoving it down my throat how he's going to be the next Brock Lesnar. Um, they shave his head. They put him with Joe Gacy. And he walks around doing nothing for a couple months, and now he's gone. We didn't even get to see him get in the ring, really. No. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's at least five or six giants running around on the main roster who have done as much physically as Harland has done. Like, come on. Come on. So anyway, I, I'm interested to talk about all that. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five, and then Kathy. Of course, we had a little show this weekend. ECWA night of unusual matches. We got to see a, a Candyland death match, and uh, <laughs> obviously Erica Lee winning. I, I love that stroke. She had sharded. She had shards. She didn't shard. So excuse me for that. She had shards of broken candy in, in a taped up glove. Wow. That she used as a. That's hardcore. Um, yeah. I love the gumball. There was so much candy, they were raking the floor for the rest of the night. Oh, wow. It was bad. It was bad. But it I was, was good. I was very upset it was... I didn't get any Kit Kat. Me too. No. Me too. I had a front oh, row seat and not one Kit Kat. Jim Short oh, didn't share One Kit Kat. But it was a successful thing. I, I So ECWA... Um, rather than doing it on IWTV this time, we did we tried something different. We streamed it live on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Live on YouTube. So, you know, we get a couple hundred viewers on that. You know, they're able to monetize that. So in a way, like, you're, you're, you're making money with that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we had a decent crowd, you know. Not yeah. as big as Super 8, but you know what? Not every show is Super 8, you know. It was an amazing responsive crowd. Everybody had a good time. And uh, now you can check out the uh, the show if you missed it. Just go on IWTV, and it's right on there. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. I, I got to check it out. I got to check that out. <laughs> it's a win-win-win-win. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you see yeah. it. I'll, I'll make sure you see it. Like I said, it was a very good show. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that, uh, yeah. So anyway, so... Kathy, that was my highlight, the Candyland death match. Uh, anything yep. jump out at you at the show? <laughs> uh, the one I still couldn't figure out. The pin anywhere, but only the ref knew. 
That was that weird, is. yeah. Stro, it was a, a Falls Count Somewhere match. Yes. Right. But the only person who knew where the pinfall could count was the official, John Finnegan. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was a, there was a lot of trial and error in that match. It was, it was the, for the title. It was um, it was Joey Ace uh, defending the ECWA title against uh, Killian McMurphy, who was the Super Eight winner mm-hmm. last year. And um, again, you know, all around the ring, all around outside the ring, uh, they must have tried a hundred different near falls that weren't even a one count because they weren't in the right spot for the pinfall. Before figuring uh, out that it was in like that like front left hand corner of the ring, so they once they yeah. were able to figure that out, um, it made for a really compelling ending and, and really exciting. Uh, <laughs> definitely some unusual matches, Cassie. Oh yeah. 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 There was a there, there was a um, a chain match. Yeah. Between. Um, between World One Champion Chris Rockwell and our friend Mike Law, and Mike Sorry. Law, he um, yeah, now he 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 made Rockwell bleed the hard way, so definitely worth checking out. It was it was a good, very good show. I know I, I will patch him up after the show. Yeah, did he need no stitches? No, he didn't need stitches. He just needed some patching up. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well, Stro, the exciting part, here's the exciting part for those who, okay. who weren't aware. So <laughs> so next month is Marvelous May, May 21st, Morganville, New Jersey, Jersey Dugout. Marvelous May brought to you by our good friends, the Marvelous Ones. Who, by the way, they've banished Mr. Ulala from the company for 30 days, so he won't be available to be a part of the next show. And uh, oh, wow. they are planning everything, man. It, it, it is an all-out. They <laughs> they announced it. They announced a, a territory title match. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And uh, so obviously it's Matt Vertigo, and I forget who the opponent was, Kathy, but they they the two guys on the poster. And it's labeled as a territory match, but because it's the marvelous ones, they actually have it listed as Vern Gagne versus Kerry Von Erich in the territory title match. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was just reading where Randy Orton said that uh, during their time together as Legacy, yeah, that uh, Cody Rhodes was like his babysitter. I believe it, which is funny because Cody's much younger than him. Right. Yeah. That's funny. That is interesting. That interest that now now speaking of backstage in WWE, I now I didn't see it yet. The DVR caught it, Kathy, but an a special episode of Young Rock tonight, and and they've had some good ones this season. You know, they they've had Roman Reigns on there as a child. They've just been dipping into all this stuff from The Rock's past. And they jump around. So tonight, the episode, finally, finally, uh, they, they get to backstage in WWE. And uh, that includes Mick, Mick, that includes Mankind, The Undertaker, Triple H, a bunch of people that I, I have no idea who they are, but I'm sure I'll know once I, once I see it. And the really cool thing, Stro, 
is that Luke Hawks, our good friend Luke Hawks, is playing the role of a young ringmaster, Steve Austin, on the show. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. He looks just like him, too. Well, yeah. I mean, not with the hair so much, but with the shaved head and the goatee, which I think they do in a little bit. Um, yeah, it looks just like him. What I, I saw the clips of Triple H and Undertaker, and it looked pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. And then the Mantar. Yeah. The Mantar. They had a Mantar, the guy with the... With the Mantar, yeah. yes. Yes, there's a Mantar <laughs> on there. I yeah. guess he's talking about some of the more colorful characters, so that should be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you knew, Kathy, like Luke Hawks, he actually moved to Australia to pursue the acting almost full-time. I mean, he's still wrestling, yeah. but he... Uh, you know, he's been doing a lot of that stuff. And this was like, obviously now it's coming together why he moved to Australia, at least even briefly, you know, uh, because obviously Young Rock is shooting down there. And it's just, it's just, a, it, it, that seems to be where a lot of acting is headed lately. Mm-hmm. Australia. So. Yeah, so it should be good. It's between there and Atlanta, like the two hotbeds right now. Yeah. 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 You're going to, um, on the um, show... There's a, um, I'm sure you all know the story that when Rock broke in, <clears throat> he needed gear. Gave him his gear to wear. Oh, I didn't know and that. They have a, yeah. And they have a guy that's supposed to be Haku in this. And okay. he, he does a scene <laughs> where he rips the guy's nose off in the bar. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And they show it? Well, they, they show me, he's like, oh. you know, he attacks the they guy. They show it, like, happening, basically. I yeah. got you. Wow. <laughs> but, um, nice. But the real Haku I know it wasn't that, that long ago, Rock actually went to the car dealership that Haku works at mm-hmm. and asked him, what kind of car, what kind of truck would you want here? Would you get? Mm-hmm. And he's telling this, 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 and this, and Rock went, "Okay, here, it's your truck." Wow, that's really cool. That is cool. He's, that he's is done really that cool. to uh, Haku, and he did it for um, um, Bruno, Harry Whippleman. <laughs> Downtown oh, cool, Bruno, right? yeah, yeah. He bought his mom the car done? too. That that he always said he would. Yeah, he was my manager at board. one point. You, Memphis. Really? <laughs> Through the Rock or yeah. Downtown Bruno? Uh, downtown Bruno, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, were you ever in his motel room where he was cooking eggs over the toilet? Uh, I don't know if he was cooking eggs, but he was pretty Cooking active. something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, something was brewing. Something was brewing. Right. Yeah, uh, 914-338-1885. So this talk about Young Rock, and obviously, um, I think it's really cool uh, that so many stars kind of converged before they were stars. Like, they spent a good time talking about, like, Bam Bam Bigelow and, like, you know, his origins and stuff like that. It's just really cool to see, and the actor looks, looks, sounds just like him. It's amazing, even though apparently Bam Bam wasn't down there at that time when all that happened, but according to Meltzer, but it's interesting, and it got me thinking, you know, with the three of us on the show, uh, we've obviously been around a lot of wrestling over the years, a lot, a lot of independent wrestling, a lot of 
virtually unknown people who probably went on to do really, really big things in the industry. So my question for you guys, the topic for tonight, people that you saw something in that ended up becoming major stars in wrestling. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go ahead, Kathy. You go first. No, oh, I, man, you, I knew you were going to. You go. You go, Brady. I, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. So there was a guy. There, there was a guy. When I when I was coming out to the shows in like 2007, somewhere around there, uh, there was a, a a very large gentleman, probably 250 to 300 pounds, who was definitely over six feet tall, who definitely wore a bonnet and a diaper. A little uh, sucky thing, you know, a pacifier, pacifier, and his name yeah. was Baby Huey. Yeah. And Baby Huey competed throughout the Northeast. Uh, yeah, Matt Bourne helped train him. Just very, just tremendous, tremendous guy, who um, wanted to be taken seriously, Stro. And eventually, he changed his name to the much more common Smith James. And people were giving him a hard time, like Baby Huey stands out. What the hell is a Smith James? But within a year, Stro. He was signed to NXT, and he became known as Bull Dempsey. Yeah. Nice. Yep. And I knew he was talented. I knew he was going to do something. That's, That's awesome. And, Kathy, you knew him, too, I mean, when he was baby Huey. Uh, was it yeah. not something where he could have been so much more? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... he's and you know what? The one thing about him, he never forgets anybody. He forgot me. Tell him to call me back. Are you serious? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'll see, I'll see him this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it, it, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, and, and I honestly feel like he honestly um, – I don't know what happened at NXT. Maybe it was just like they just didn't really have plans to bring him up to the main roster, whatever the case was. But um, I feel like still he's a guy that they could bring in and almost immediately insert into Raw or SmackDown or put him in AEW and, like, he'd be a top guy. He yeah. just got behind him. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Certainly, another like, 
Like another like Bam Bam Bigelow, I was going to say, like, you know, very agile for a big guy. Go, go ahead. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting story. Um, mm-hmm. A while back, I was having a car ride, car ride with a guy, and uh, he was, uh, this is like several years back, and, and he was, uh, he was seeing that I was uh, getting some opportunities in the business, and he was asking me that, you know, he'd think, he think, ask me if I think that he would uh, have a chance to really make it big in the business. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I told him, yeah, man, you got all the talent in the world. I mean, I, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah. you have, you have a, uh, a just as good a chance, not better than mine, You're right? Yeah, yeah. Sure enough, that guy turned out to be Christian Cage. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. I always like Christian. Him. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny how yeah. things work out. Like former ECWA champion, by the way. Christian Cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I never met the guy, but Stacy Carter used to talk about him so glowingly. He's a he's a, such a nice guy. Yeah. Down to earth. And he's another guy like um you you do hear it from time to time. Like he got married pretty young and he has a beautiful wife outside of wrestling, but he never strayed. He stayed with her and uh they're very happy to this day, from what I understand. Awesome. Unless something happened since I last heard. Hey, Kathy, How about you, Kathy? You, you got one, Kathy? We gave you time. <laughs> I think you're yeah. going to have the best one. Probably. Well, the one guy, he's on um, Impact. Okay. Okay. He was on WWE, um, which he's want. Yes, Rich Swan, yep, for sure. I always oh, yeah. say, I would always, when, um, you all know the thing would happen when wife got in a fight, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, WWE, we've talked about it extensively on this show. And WWE said, you're done, boom. <clears throat> yeah, no tolerance. There was a convention. Even though. There was, there was a yeah. convention in New York, and he was up there. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to him, and he was like, um, I'm done. I'm quitting. And I looked at wow. him and I said, Look, do you under- I go, do you understand all these people are here to see you? You're back with your wife. Everything's fine. Yeah. Don't give up your career. And I remember one of the guys walked over to me and says, what did you say to him? He is crying. Wow, yeah. Wow. And there he is an impact with, with his wife. Yep. And now he gets to feed his little baby. <laughs> and I still would not be shocked if... I, I don't think impact's going to be the end for him either. I think he's going to yeah. do other things before he's done. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a comeback yeah. story for him. Yeah, seriously, the redemption, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Here's another you know, and then, Okay. Then there's Go, Jay go ahead, Kathy. I'm sorry. There's Jay Lethal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jay Lethal, man. See, he was a little Stop. before me, but... Okay. But yeah, he was Ring the Ring of, of Honor. Honor time when you were driving all those guys, right? So... Yep. Ring of Honor, busting his yeah. butt. Um, the SAT. Yeah. Red. Um, AJ Styles starting out when he has short hair. Yeah. Um... 
Mm-hmm. And you knew they were all going to be stars. Chris, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you yeah. sit there and you watch them, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, look at that. Yeah. You know, there's always someone that's always, you know, they, they catch your eye. Like you said, baby, they catch your eye. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're going to go. Tommaso Ciampa was one for me. Yeah. Yeah, Ciampa. I, I mean, I followed him through three Super 8s. I started watching him on the New England scene. He got really, He was with WWE very briefly as Thomas Tenmanship and like developmental. They brought him in as the Undertaker, as the uh, the lawyer that the Undertaker choke slammed on like an episode of SmackDown, you know. Yes. And they let him go not long after that, and they just told him to go out and wrestle. So he did ECWA. He did all throughout New England. He ended up in Ring of Honor, and before you knew it. He was in NXT with his Ring of Honor personality, and it was yeah. exactly what he needed. He just needed some seasoning, you know. He and and he's he's amazing. He's uh he's somebody. He and Adam Cole are two that like. The only question I had with Adam Cole was his size because he is smaller. But other than yeah. that, there was no doubt in my mind that they both deserve to be on TV. Um, God, so like I still look back on the time like when Adam Cole called the show, you know, like we have the callers on here, like now we get like Rap Boy or whatever. I don't expect Rap Boy to ever go to WWE. Adam Cole yeah. used to call our show. And that's something you can't ever take away from me. It's really cool. No. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But there have been, yeah, there there've definitely been some uh, some names through the years that yeah. like it's jump out at me. Joe like, Gacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe Gacy. Yep. Yeah. That's why, like, I mean, when I see them doing something in NXT, like, I'm I'm that, like, Joe Gacy. Like, the only way that this doesn't work out for him is if they give up on it. And then he's left with nothing. That's mm-hmm. the only way this doesn't work out for him. Because with his personality and his ability to uh, tell a story, combined <laughs> with the fact yep. that he's a bigger guy who's agile and can actually wrestle... Uh, yeah, Joe Gacy, he's a slam dunk to me that he should make it. Yep. Yeah. Joe Yace is one right now. Like, I I, I know, like, he, he's done a bunch of stuff with AEW, and I know he's done dark stuff with WWE, but um, it baffles me how somebody that's that complete of a package can't be on TV. Yeah, exactly. Asriel's another one. There's a lot of them. Oh. And I'm not shorting anybody when I say that. You know, they're just ones that come to my mind. Yeah. Especially Asriel. Yeah. I think one that comes to mind recently has been uh, what he's known as Gunther now, formerly Walter. Yes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy's amazing. Yeah. He's got star written all over him. And you kind of knew that before he was even making those kind of waves in Europe, you know? So, mm-hmm. he's just, uh, for sure, for sure. There was one, um, so, when I started with PWI, one of the first things I used to do was I would write what they call an introducing column. I, they basically would give me the contact for, like, a young wrestler who's, like, trying to make it. You never heard of them. In most cases, you never heard of them. So, um... You know, they give me the phone number. I'd basically interview them, and I'd write the story. Basically, this is their big nationwide debut. 
Kathy. So that uh, so Stu Sachs, my edit, my uh, public, the publisher at the time, he uh, he gave me the contact information for this Canadian wrestler, um, who was undersized. He kind of had like weird kind of curly hair, and like he he was turning heads wrestling, but. I don't know, he had all these weird ideas, like he loved video games, and it's like, you know, when he's trying to tell me his story in this interview, he's talking about how much he loves video games, and I'm like, well, this isn't much of a story, like, 95% of wrestlers are going back to the hotel and playing video games after the matches, like, this isn't, you know, but, uh, oh, like, you know, I, I like, like, Mega Man, and, like, I like to work, like, the the 8-bit music into what I do, and, like, all, you know where I'm going with this, that was Kenny Omega. It was yep. Kenny Omega. And that was a case where, like, until I saw him wrestle, I didn't realize how special he was. But once I did, I was like, yeah, there's there's no way he's not going to end up in WWE. Obviously, AEW wasn't around at the time. And uh, mm-hmm. New Japan certainly was an option. I think the first time I met him was, like, Ring of Honor. Back during, like, the right. HDNet days, you know? Um, but, yeah, Kenny Omega. Amazing talent. So. The matches he had to in Japan were just amazing. Just amazing. Oh, yeah. And that rivalry with Jericho. I mean, I know it's not the yeah. only thing he did, but, like, that basically put Jericho back on the map. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Okada stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kenny Omega was amazing. Young Bucks were another one. You know, I interviewed them for the magazine, and it was like... My first thought was like, oh, wow, these guys are like undersized versions of the Rockers. Like, I, I don't necessarily see them going anywhere. But then when they went to Ring of Honor, it was like all of a sudden they started getting all this momentum behind them. And it was like it it, it just felt like this is something special here. And these guys mm-hmm. are different. And I didn't think they were going to change the industry. But I certainly thought that they definitely deserved on one of the major promotions. So. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, 914-338-1885. So that was kind of the idea that I had for tonight. Let's bring on Steve from Virginia. I'm sure he's getting a kick out of this conversation. Steve, we're talking about about wrestlers that... uh, we maybe saw something in, or maybe that we didn't see something in that turned out to be huge stars. How you doing, man? You there? Yeah. Steve. Okay. I was pleased to work overnight, listening in. I really don't have one in, in my mind right now. Sorry, you guys didn't even... Oh, it's okay. That's okay. So what, what's going on then? Uh, I haven't been watching a whole lot. Just AEW and uh, got to catch up on some New Japan eventually, especially for that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that Forbidden Door show and Dominion before that. Yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of New Japan on my DVR I got to catch up with. It's just been crazy. But, uh, been good. You know, it's 
it's really been a it's it's really been an interesting time, you know. I, I, and I think for a lot of people, seeing WrestleMania and the excitement of Cody jumping back to WWE, um, I think it's renewed interest in a lot of different wrestling. You know, not just WWE, but I think uh, everywhere it, it feels like it's on the upswing a little bit again. If you if you don't count WrestleMania Backlash, which I don't really count at this point, so. The the, uh, the Forbidden Door show should be fun this week. Oh yeah, just um, waiting for the matches to develop for that because it's probably gonna um, card probably won't develop till after Dominion show. I hear it's gonna be all interpromotional, so that should be cool. Yeah, I'm wondering if we get any top star single matches or just going to be tag matches like they did with the uh, Noah show. But um, either way, I'll still look forward to it. But Because um, I know Okada wanted to face uh, Punk or Brian. And, like, I don't think they'll deliver it right away, but it'd be cool if they do. Well, I think considering it's kind of a one-off, they definitely should give him one of them. Right. You know, there's not a lot of whole build to this. It's just uh, just gives people the matches that they want to see. Um, I could see I could see maybe um, Zack Saber against Daniel Bryan, and then do the other one against Punk. You know, Saber and Eric Bryan. Or, or is, um, uh, who's the other one? Who's the other one that I always hear the name? Uh, I can't think of it at the moment. I'm drawing a blank. Was it Tanahashi or? I know Jay uh, White will be there. I, no, I, it was somebody else. I, I lost it, though. I forget. I look forward to... Uh, it should be a good I hope, I hope EC and Suzuki are on that card, because Suzuki's done a lot for AEW in the past, and EC's done a couple experiences, but um, I want to see Hook in there with somebody, because, like, Ever since Alvarez compared him to Naito, I want to see him in there with, like, a new Maybe they could put him in there with Naito. would be interesting. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Although, I, I still, I don't know. What is it about Hook that everybody is like? I, 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 I get he's intense. He's like his dad, kind of. But, like, what is it about him that's that special? That everybody's always raving about Hook, because he really don't talk. Just keep it full, and I think the fact that he's a fighter and he's small—it's just like the the way he used to act before he started wrestling, where he was just a background player, and then just yeah. it's like organically, just he, he became a meme. The Sen Hook thing—it's yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's definitely organic. It's um I I he's become one of the bigger stars in the company. And they haven't really done a whole lot to make that sell. It's just kind of the people like him. I guess um I think your question earlier was uh breakout stars, was that 
kind of the question you were going for? I mean, we can go with that, sure. I, I, I wasn't listening earlier, so you'd have to give me more context. So, so what we were doing, so what we were doing specifically tonight, uh, we were talking about stars that we came to know through the independence or that we saw in the independence that we just knew that they were going to turn into something. Okay, that's different then. Um, I think uh, Jordan Blade and uh, Erica Leah are doing really good because I've, I've seen yeah. Uh, yeah. both of them on the AEW Dark. Uh, definitely Erica. Um, and no, Eric Jordan is Blake. What about Jordan Blake? Working at UCWA soon? Um, I, saw I don't think so. Do you know about that, Kathy? Well, I... Jordan Blake, UCWA? I don't. I don't remember hearing that. No, I don't. No. Yeah. Not saying it's not going to happen. I just haven't heard it. Yeah. Well. Have you ever seen not, the well. Eric Lee promo where she's talking about Uncle Billy when she's going to wrestle Uncle Billy? She's got the dog. Have you ever seen this thing? No, I haven't. It should have gone viral. It's amazing. She's got this dog, and she's petting it, and she's like, you want to see Uncle Billy, don't you? And she's like, I, she's wrestling, I forget what the guy's name, I, 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 I'm I, a bad reporter. I don't remember who it was offhand, but like, she's like, oh, you know, going to go see Uncle Billy, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're so excited to see him. And she's like, well, you can say goodbye, because I'm going to kill him. And then she's like, I'm going to wrestle him, and I'm going to, I'm not going to beat him. I'm going to kill him. And she has this crazy look in her eyes. It's amazing. She's looking at the camera the whole time. And uh, she manages to get in the plug for the show, the entire match, everything, just talking about how she's going to murder Uncle Billy. And it was, it was like so much more creative than anything I've seen out of an independent promo in as long as I can remember. <laughs> I'll send it to uh, you, Steve. I actually saved it in my Facebook. That's how good it was. I sent you the link and I sent it to Stroh too because I'm pretty sure the one of the names I mentioned is going to ECWA soon. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I really hope uh, I really hope Blackness Jack can. Um, Blackness Jack, yeah. <laughs> I really want him to go. He was on Dark, but didn't give him shit, and I'm kind of like annoyed because I think uh, I know he was just there for enhancement but mm -hmm. I mean he could be he could be a serious uh, killer or he can be uh, a funny uh, entertaining guy so just, there's like there's more that you can do with them besides making an enhancement on dark I, I think um, I oh, think he's one of my like, favorite okay I'm sorry yeah I, I, I see what you mean now yeah I didn't make that connection. She's the one that's going to be in the Super 8. They're going to announce uh, one female competitor every Monday. 
So Jordan yeah, Payne was I, the first announcement for that. I, I apologize. I, I didn't make the connections. That's who that was. Yeah, I saw it earlier, and I guess it's very new then. Well, I mean, they just announced it today, you know, so I did see it. Yeah, that's where I probably saw it was, well, a friend of, a mutual friend, like, posted it. I was like, oh, wow, she's working there. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd mention it. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. Well, definitely some people to get excited about and look forward to. Yeah, I, um, oh. I've been helping out locally, and it's been fun to watch some independents in there with some of the NWA and uh, former WWE people, too. Like, I saw Connor, I saw Tom Lanimer, Camille, and then you get the locals, too, that, you know, from the area. You're getting so, all those uh, NWA people. You're, like, in that region. Um Yes, Camille was there to defend her NWA Wounds title, and it was kind of cool mm-hmm. seeing her against somebody uh between the beach area. And then um, Latimer, I've seen him before, and then uh, we've got, like, Red Titus and Josh Wood, so it's a, it's a mix. There's, like, NWA and um, ROH people. Cool. Cool. All right, man. Anything else? Um, you ever watch that show, that Messiah show? I'm not sure if there's anything good you've seen recently. I finished it. I finished it. Messiah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I figured you would have done that. Yeah. That was a wacky ending. I wish they had done a second season. Right. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, if they had pressure to cancel due to probably 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 but what I liked about it it, is it wasn't like just one religion you know it was kind of like all the religions that was neat yeah so very cool very cool alright man well uh, we're up against a commercial break so I'm going to let you go but uh, pleasure as always brother Yep. Stay evergreen. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> All right. So we are going to take that commercial break right now. On the other side, uh, we'll open up the phone lines again. I see we have Rap Boy, a couple other people maybe. Uh, 914-338-1885. And we're talking about stars that we knew they were going to make it. We just knew. I got some more. And, uh, yeah. Nice. We'll be right back. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. <laughs> 
Com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Bill Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, if you rules, as I always understood and wanted to, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. allowed to play this kind of music anymore. That's not cultural appropriation, is it? I think I'm okay. <laughs> I hope I'm alright. It's, it's in good spirit. I mean, uh, hey, listen, it's Cinco de Mayo. You know, I'm uh, pr- proudly proud to celebrate the uh, the heritage of Cinco de Mayo. I'm only playing. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com and of course your favorite podcast provider. Uh, thank you to all you guys for the support. The shows have been uh, really doing well in the ratings lately, which is always nice to see. Hopefully the ad dollars go up and we'll be able to improve the product, maybe even recruit some new talent for the network and just kind of continue to take things from there. Like I said, things have been very good. So I'm Brady Hicks. I've got with me once again the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. Papa, before I jump to you, uh, I just wanted to point out two things. First of all, uh, I asked you guys last week to say a special prayer for Kathy and for Kevin, uh, both part of our show. Um, I am proud to say that Kathy's prayer was answered and things seem to be on the mend for her and her family. Uh, Kevin... Kevin, not so much, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to continue to pray for healing. Uh, Kevin Brady lost his uh, father last week. So uh, our hearts and our our thoughts and our prayers are definitely with him during this difficult time. And uh, he's going to be taking a little bit of time to spend some time with family, with those that he cares about. And, uh, you know, he'll be back at some point, hopefully. But, uh, you know, our thoughts and our prayers definitely go out to Kevin. So, and I wanted to let you guys know that as well. Uh, now, before we kind of jump back into the meat of the program tonight, Stro, uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on this week. Oh, well, this Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on VOCNation.com, a WCW Retro Podcast returns. Um, and we'll be discussing the, uh, the many bloopers over the years in pro wrestling. So if you have a favorite wrestling blooper you'd like to share, please call in. Bloopers, yes. And <laughs> Friday night, the Throw Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time at Facebook.com slash Throw the Maestro. The midnight feature will be a creature walks among us. He's been in for that. I definitely knew her uh, in college. <laughs> and then I'll be appearing at a event called Fishing with Special Friends. In Highport, North Carolina, uh, for the disabled. Okay. Uh, so it's for a very good cause, and I'm looking forward to doing that. And for more information uh, on, on that event, uh, go to fishingwithspecialfriends.com. All together, no space. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. For sure. I, I think for favorite bloopers for me, I mean, 
you know, it always comes down to uh, the Shockmaster falling through the wall. <laughs> and forever, hopefully for everybody else's sake, there's nothing like that ever again, you know? I'm sure there will be at some point. But you know what? In the nature of, like, pre-recorded and stuff like that, it's unlikely to happen again. I'm actually surprised that it made it to TV, considering they weren't live. Uh <laughs> but I guess it was just so funny that they had to roll with it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The other one that the other one that comes to um <laughs> I believe that was Uncle Floyd. Yeah. Floyd. <laughs> he fell. Wasn't <laughs> it uh, Davy Boy Smith? He's like laughing at him. <laughs> well, where is ours? So where is his ours? <laughs> yeah. The other one for me, and I and I thought about it this past week watching the NFL draft because Titus O'Neill was there, uh, making a pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, mm-hmm. He's of course he's like the uh, the guy that owns the key to the city or whatever. So Titus O'Neill during that greatest Royal Rumble when he came running down, and then he tripped and he fell under the ring. If ah, you remember, ah. yeah, they still spoof on it every year when the Royal Rumble comes around. Oh, man, that's that was good tremendous. stuff. So there's some good ones out there. I hope I didn't take all the good ones, but there's definitely some good ones. Uh, tonight we're talking about stars that we saw early on that we just knew had potential and we thought they were going to make it, and, and doggone it, we were right. And I, I, like I said, I've got a couple more. I'm sure Stroh's got a couple more in his hat as well. Uh, but before we kind of jump back in with that, I, I'm going to uh, – let's go to the phones and uh, – We'll bring on that boy who's been waiting. Uh, by the way, 914-338-1885. 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. How you doing, RB? Today's our anniversary. You know that? I know. 11 years being friends on Facebook. All right. 11, 11 years of Facebook friendship for me and the rat. <laughs> we should do a movie called The Rat Man. Yeah, we should, huh? I started taping yeah. that, by the way. Didn't you see me, uh, that video that I taped in it? Uh, I was showing you out on the dirt road, calling for everybody. Yeah, I saw that. It looked like the Blair, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Did you see this? It was show? awesome, he's got, he's got, It looks like they yeah. got the shaky cam out in the woods. Oh, man. Rat boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I have fun. Yeah. I have fun Saturday doing that because I had to go down to the Down to my mom and dad's uh, trailer to help them take down the screening house. Because they moved Mm -hmm. from one campground to another campground. And my buddy says, look at this show roof. But we should take it one day. I said, okay, right? Mm -hmm. What happened was that when uh, I I said, you know what? Let's take it now. We took it and it ended up At least you know you survived. Yeah, I I, I survived. I had a good good time, you know. but, but there's going to be a lot more of because we have, we still have to go back down there and put up the screening house. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's mm. it. That's it for that. Okay. Ah. And plus, uh, okay. I think it's two, right. years and, right. two years and two days, my girlfriend passing away. Has it been that long? Uh, yeah. May yeah, 1st, 2020. Long, but, but she's watching over me. I know that. Okay. Was it COVID? I don't remember. No, it was a heart attack. They, 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 gave her, they, yeah. they uh, gave her the wrong blood at one hospital on the way to, to the hospital from here to Trenton yeah, to 
hand him. She died in a helicopter. Well, you know, we, we certainly do feel for you, and we do miss her, because you used to sometimes be on the line when you called. I know. That's a shame. You all right, brother? Uh, let's, let's, get in, let's get in this question. I got five of them. Let's get ready to rumble. That's yeah. right. The first one is no other than, I have to say, I met him... I met him at PWI, okay? No other than Brady the person who's going Brady to be Hicks. on the young rock tonight, no other than Luke Cook. Yes. That wasn't the you statement know, I don't about Luke. I already hit that. I know, but I met him. I see yeah, him. Yeah, uh, him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a star after yeah. tonight, baby. And and uh, the other one that Kathy mentioned, Rick Swan. Mm-hmm. I met him when he was 16, 17 years old. His first debut match was at Clemson Park, New Jersey. Yeah. He was doing all these scripts yeah. and I was telling everybody, oh, that kid's going to make it. He's going to make it one day. Mm-hmm. And he did. Okay? The other yeah. one. The other one, okay? He's got some good ones because he's been around. Yes. Another one that I met at PWI. No other than Orange Cassidy. Remember yeah, him? Orange Cassidy? I, I do, Orange yeah. He was the, uh, the ant, wasn't he? He was the ant guy. He was Red Ant. He was, yeah, yeah. Plus, plus he teamed up with um, a person called Lucky, and they were under the Orange Crush. That's it, day. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Now okay, a good one. the other one. You going to agree with me? You know how much I hate this guy. Is it Virgil? No. Wait, okay. say we have him on the UC Nation. Most to Virgil. Yeah, no. okay. No other than D-Lo Wait, hold Brown. on. Hold on, don't say it, don't say it yet. Hold on. Oh, no. I thought I had a drum roll. I don't. Go ahead. Who is it? D-Lo Brown. Remember D-Lo? Wasn't D-Lo Brown already a star by the time you met him? No. Like, no, he was around in, like, Smoky Mountain in, like, 1993. <laughs> I met him at the NWA right here in Yardville. <laughs> what year was that? That was right before he went into WWE. Okay. Well, I'll give you that, because not everyone knew about Smoky Mountain and all that back then, so. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, but, but I'll give you that. He, was here, he was here in Yardville, and he asked him he's going to wrestle, and I just said, no, Right now, I'm under contract with WWF, he said. Yeah. Before you went to the E. Okay. And one mm-hmm. more, okay. God bless his soul. God bless his soul. Okay. Rocky Johnson. Before he takes, he used to work for um, a master factory. Because he was he a soul man. Come here. Uh, sorry, 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I knew this mm-hmm. guy was going to going to make because he had tattoos on top of his head, no other than Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, it was a good one. We were talking about him earlier. He was truly yes. one of a kind. Yep. Yeah. I met him like he was just sitting out in the crowd right next to me, sitting down, talking to him and all. I said, "How about you become yeah. a wrestler?" He said, "No, nah, I can't. I can't." You know, I got a bad arm, bad legs, you know, I can't wrestle, right? Or wow. I shot him, you know? Yeah. Or I shot him, it was a match, and all of a sudden, he jumped out of his seat and, and climbed in the damn ring, so popping on his got on, on the two the two guys <laughs> in, the, in the ring. And he grabbed them like, yeah. he said, let me introduce myself. This is this is the company that I'll be working for now. My name is no other than Bam Bam Bigelow. You know, I, um, you know, Bam Bam Bigelow was in, wrestled in the main event of the first independent chair that I ever went to as a kid. It was at a celebration station, uh, in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I I don't remember who he wrestled. I'm sure I still have the program. I know he signed it, uh, even though he wasn't like a huge name at the time. I was probably about, probably about five or six years old, you know, but I just thought he was like the coolest thing. And uh yeah, it was um it was truly something. Mm-hmm. And I got a question for you and the show. A really good question, okay? You're talking on, about these stories that made it and all. Hold on, hold on, I wanna do this first. Alright, go ahead, sorry. Alright, if you had an opportunity, okay? Become become a, a a movie star or a star, okay? A portrait of a wrestler. What wrestler will you portray? Will I portray or betray? Betray. Be, portray. What wrestler will you portray? Ah, oh, that's a what good show. Who you? would you portray? I don't know about portraying anybody in particular. Would would be. Uh, my choosing, but I mean, I've always wanted Mel Gibson to play the role in my life. So <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, I I would have paid you to want to portray Gorgeous George and in, in the height of his run. Oh God, I'd be honored to. That'd be cool. I'd be honored to. Yeah, yeah. And there's quite a few other guys I I would be honored to do. Yeah. But as far as portraying me, I would definitely Mel Gibson would be at the top of my list. Yeah. Hmm. I could see there's some similarity there. I, I could see that. Yeah. I, hey, I think Brian, I'd I like to see... portray MJF. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I think I would have fun with that. And that's kind of my oh, thing, is making fun of people. So I, I think I'd like that. That'd be awesome. Well, I, got I would be MJF. I got a good one. Yeah. I got a good one for me. Person don't talk that much, and I know I could fit the role, okay, of this character in wrestling today, or maybe yesterday, or maybe forever. No other than Darkie the Doll. No, Darkie the Doll. Definitely wants to be a living. Definitely wants to be a living Dorothy. What do you think about that, Stro? Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be amazing. Would, could we make that happen at an independent show where where Dorothy comes to life and it's just Ratboy running around in a dress? We can do that. The silence speaks for ah. itself. 
<laughs> that would be fun. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. You could be like uh, then 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 you and Stro could team up against Alexa Bliss and Lily. If they ever yeah. come back. That'd be amazing. That'd be she amazing. is coming back. I think she is coming back. Well, you're the only one in the world who thinks that, including her, so. <laughs> I, think, I, think she, I think she is I coming her. back. She I is. miss her. She is a national treasure. Everybody misses her. <sighs> yeah, so they were up in New York it, it, last weekend, Stro. It's like, why don't they tell me these things? I know, right? There's a reason why. I heard that um, somebody's son is at AEW. I'm not sure it's true or not. Her name is Anaya Jax. Is she signed with AEW? No. Somebody mentioned it that she signed. Uh, maybe she did. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't heard anything. So last week, last week they said, oh, and I just signed with AEW. You'll be seeing her tonight on, on, on the show. Uh, you know, I've been watching. I haven't seen her yet. I don't, I don't think she's going to be on there, but I could be wrong. Oh, my goodness. I could be wrong, too. <laughs> you could be. Oh. Do you think? Do you think if they had her uh, come in, would they team her with? Um, I can't think of her name. Nyla Rose. Um, I would say yes and no. I think that would well, be her first. Be one or the other. Nyla Rose. I think that would be yeah. that would be her first of her. Oh, right there. Nyla Rose. By the way, that's that's another one. Nyla Rose. The first time I heard about her was when ECWA <laughs> was doing like the student shows, the Academy, on uh-huh. like Wednesday nights or Thursday nights or whatever night. I think it was Thursday, and uh, that was the first time I heard of her. And uh, as soon as I saw her, I was like, "Yeah, like I think she's got something here. I think this is going to, uh, you know." I wasn't surprised to yeah, see she, that she got signed. Yeah, she used to wrestle all over here in, in, in Jersey, PA, Delaware, oh, yeah. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus, mm-hmm. I, plus, I met her. Too, you know? she, she likes me, though. <laughs> I got a video of that. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but there's only one, one person I want that her scream, though. That's uh, Paige's mom. A... Paige's mom. <laughs> you made her scream. That's what makes all the ladies scream. No, please don't. Stop. Don't do it. <laughs> and, and, hey, and, uh, I got a joke what? for you. I, I'm going to turn this into a thing. I'm going to have a joke for him every week. I got a joke for you. Guy walks yeah. into a bar and he says, give me ten beers. The yeah. bartender lines up the beers in front of him. The guy real quick starts drinking them. And the bartender's like, slow down, what's the rush? And the guy says, 
I only got 75 cents on me. Yeah. Get it? Uh, 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 He's he's drinking the beers fast because he doesn't have enough money to pay for them. Oh, man. That's that's crazy. I I wouldn't ever do that. I'm not... I don't drink no more. I've been drinking for five years now. How about this one? How about this one? Hillary and Donald Trump walk into a bakery. And Donald Donald Trump says, I'll bet you $100 you could, uh, could, I could get them to give me a free pastry. Yeah. And Hillary says, all right, you're on. Wait, hold on. I gotta look okay. it up. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> hold on. Sorry. <laughs> now you gotta look it up. See, you second. forgot all okay, about. Okay, here you go. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So Hillary and Trump go into a bakery. As soon as they enter, I'm sorry. Here we go. So I messed it up in the beginning, Rapple. You ready? Try and stay yeah. with me here. Hillary and Trump go into a bakery. When they enter. Hillary steals three pastries and puts them in her pocket. She says to Donald, see how clever I am? The owner didn't see anything, and I don't, uh, even, have to know, and I don't even have to lie. And then Donald yeah. says to Hillary, that's the typical dishonesty that you've shown your entire life. And he says, uh, he says I'm going to show you an honest way to get the same result. Okay? Yeah. So Donald says to the owner of the bakery, give me a pastry and I'll show you a magic trick. Intrigued, the owner accepts and gives Donald Trump the the piece of pastry. Trump swallows it and asks for another one. The owner gives him another one. Donald asks for a third pastry and eats that too. And the owner is starting to wonder where the magic trick is and asks, what did you do with the pastries? And Trump replies, Look in Hillary's pocket. Uh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, did, did I tell you uh, that uh, one that I gave uh, my next door neighbor a joke? No. I'm sure it's right. good, though. What? <laughs> She's real nice, right? She was outside <laughs> the day after my birthday. The day after my birthday. I went like this. So I look different. So did you shave? I said, no. Did you get a haircut? I said, no. So what's different about you? I said, my age. <laughs> you got that one? My age. Did you shave right after you? I got it. That was different. All right, Rap Boy. This has been fun. It was, and uh, I hope me and you will go 11 more, maybe 12 more years of being bringing friends on Facebook. Put it that oh, way. man, I don't know if I got that in me, but I'll try my best. <laughs> oh, come on, Brady, you always got it in you. 12 and years, I'll probably to, be going uh, right for You'll probably be the host and, here, and, and I'll be summer, going. we got to get together, me, you, uh, Rossi, everybody, the whole clan, you know, and party you up. Sounds good. Sounds good, brother. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You okay. be safe. 
You too. I love you, man. Bye-bye. I love you too, man. Bye-bye. Love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a couple <laughs> other names that jumped out at me is like, this is a, a can't-miss prospect. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them was Brody Lee. Yeah. I mean, he had done some stuff, but by and large, like, he was mostly known for being the roommate of Colin Delaney. And, like, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but, like, when WWE hired Colin Delaney, they tried to bring in Brody Lee, but he was out of town. So he said, oh, well, my roommate is a wrestler. Like, can can at least maybe he can go at least since I can't make it? Mm-hmm. So they brought in Colin Delaney, and they ended up signing him for two years. Right. So Brody Lee was living with that doubt for, like, five years or whatever it was, where, like, did I miss my chance just because I happened to be traveling? And um, he was an amazing wrestler. He, you know, even before, like, Ring of Honor, I can remember, like, Chikara and, like, some of the stuff he was doing even before that. Um, I just knew. You know, I I actually thought he was going to be, like, the next, like, Kevin Nash because, like, I don't know. He was just, like, obviously, like, all leather, kind of like the trucker thing he was doing. But um, I uh-huh. just thought if this guy fills out, you know, he's cool. He has a real presence about him. He knows how to work like a big guy. Um, right. I just knew he was going to be huge. I just knew. Uh-huh. So. Two guys that come up to me, to me um, when I first started watching them, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, two guys was uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, De- um, John Moxley. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yep, they, the they were just kind of naturals. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I'm on board with them. And... Uh, one other one that I was thinking, it's a little more obscure, but it's a good one. Um, Shane Haste, uh-huh. uh, he 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 went on to WWE. He was in that Australian tag team in NXT, and then he was in I can't think of what they called him, but he was in that um, that group. Um, you know, where they'd run around causing havoc. Uh, Ali's group. The, he, Slapjack, T-Bar, Mace. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Retribution. Retribution. Yeah. He was one of those yeah. guys. It was the, uh, the the little guy with the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. He, uh, and I can't remember what they called him. Maybe Shane Thorne. I, I don't remember exactly. Um, but he was a guy that I was interviewing out of Australia. And all I had ever done was seen clips of him on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he was amazing. He was he was definitely somebody, and I knew it, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's actually disappointing that it didn't play out better in WWE because of his, his because of his athleticism. I think mm-hmm. could, could have gone really far, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him do really well in like AEW or New Japan or something down the line. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So. I don't know. For my, I'm sure there's others that I'm overlooking, and I apologize to anybody that I overlooked. But uh, you know, they're ones that come to mind for sure. Um, I mm-hmm. guess we can probably get out of here, Stro. I mean, I think we're about done for tonight. Okay. So uh, yeah, 
So remind everybody what they can get excited about this week with you. Okay. With WCW Retro Thursday night, 19 weeks standard time, on DOCNation.com, I will be talking bloopers to the years in pro wrestling. So if you have a favorite wrestling blooper, please call in. It'll be a lot of fun. Friday night, the Throw Zone, midnight Eastern standard time, at Facebook.com, slash Throw the Maestro. Uh, Friday night's feature will be The Creature Walks Among Us, so please tune in. And then I'll be making a special appearance at the Fishing with Special Friends event in High Point, North Carolina, this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And for more information, go to fishingwithspecialfriends.com. All right, there you go. Uh, thank you, everybody, for checking out uh, In the Room this week right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Don't forget to check out all the other great shows, including WCW Retro, Thumps and Bumps, and be on the lookout for more great content. Uh, it's going to be added periodically over the next couple weeks, hopefully. Uh, lots of great stuff we have planned for you guys, so definitely stay tuned there. Uh, ECWA returns uh, on May 21st. It is Marvelous May, sponsored by the Marvelous Ones, Teddy Fine and Greg Spitz with Sweet Sweet Reggie. May 21st at the Jersey Dugout, 712 Genesee Drive, Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. That's in just three weeks' time on May 21st. And, uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Thank you to the callers. And uh, thank you to everybody for your support. Again, don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms. Be on the lookout for videos and, and other exciting stuff. Don't forget... Uh, you can always subscribe to the premium right there on VOCNation.com to get complete access to the archives. Still after stuff, which is just, just amazing stuff. You know, interviews back, dating back into the, the 60s and 70s. And uh, lots more. Lots more bonus content as well. For just the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can get all that. So be sure to check that out. Don't forget the t-shirt store, all that fun stuff too. And, uh... That's going to do it. Everybody, have a great night. Be good to each other. I love you all very much. Take care, Stro. And uh, I'll talk to you guys real soon. Bye-bye.